Welcome back to another episode of The Complicated Woman Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Akinyi, but you can call me JJ. Um, Aki, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for supporting this podcast. It means so much to me. You have no idea. So there's a lot of noise in the background. I'm not sure if you'll hear that. If you do, I'm so sorry. My apologies. So there's this, I was supposed to run an errand today. Like we were supposed to go to a certain school to create mental health awareness and just talk about trigger warning, suicide prevention as we wrap up September. But they cancelled this morning. Well, not really cancelled, but they rescheduled to another date. And that's literally the only plan I had for the day. So now I'm just like, what am I going to do? I don't feel like watching anything. I do not feel like going anywhere. Plus it's Monday. I, so I was just like, why not come here to pick a story, Cassie, you know, and I just remembered this. <laughs> this is another episode of Men Will Show You Shege. This gender, hey. So what happened was, <laughs> there's this friend of mine, we're going to call him Kevin. Yeah, so Kevin, and this is like way back. I can't even remember how many years ago, but I was still in uni. Okay, Pia, atisi atimini mzeivo, Pia. So my friend Kevin plays rugby. He actually does that to date. But that time, it was actually when he was starting, starting out. And for some reason, he was so good that he was chosen to play at a certain... Are they called tournaments? I I, it's just some sort of competition. Let me just say that since I can't find the right term to use, yeah? So he was competing for the first time. And he was playing for a certain team. I don't think I'll name it because he still plays for it. So he invited me. He called me and he was like, yo, you need to pull up. You need to come watch this game. We vibe, nini, nini. And we were very close, by the way. And just friends, literally friends, nothing more. So he called me and I was like, hey, why not? I'm going to support my friend. Plus, I, I didn't have much to do then. I didn't have a job. I was just in school. And when I didn't have classes, I was just chilling and stuff. Plus, it was on a weekend. So I was like, why not? So he actually lives in Nairobi. And I used to live in Eldoret then because I used to study in Eldoret. If you're new here, then you probably don't know that. So, okay, let's just fast forward. I packed my stuff and went to Nairobi. I met Kevin and we went to his place, had a good time, Ninini, just catching up as friends. And then the next day he had a he had the game. So of course, there's no way I would have left with him and spent time with him at the venue and stuff because he was literally busy. But he introduced me to some of his friends when we arrived at the place where they were playing. So at least I wasn't so bored, you know. So we watched the game. It was so much fun, actually. That was And plus, that was the first time I was literally watching a rugby game. And the guys that were playing were so freaking hot. Eh, those men looked so good. Like, their body, their physique, they just looked so good. So after the game... They did win. They won. We celebrated that. And then he introduced me to more of his friends, the ones who are he, okay, his teammates. Let me just say that. He introduced me to his teammates. And there's this guy I saw. He was so cute. I was already, okay, not head over heels in love, but I was just like, this guy's so cute. 
but I didn't say it, of course. So we talked, we just like had a good time. And then I actually got to talk to the guy that I'm saying is cute. I don't know what we're going to call him. What do we call him? Let's call him remote. <laughs> so I talked to remote. We got to know each other. He told me his name. I told him mine. And then he was like, oh, I've never seen you um, watching these games. I think, okay, he was like, there are just some faces that are here regularly that when you see a new face, you know. And I was like, yeah, actually, I've never been here. This is my first time. So we just had a good conversation in Nini and we actually exchanged numbers as friends. There was really nothing, nothing um, fancy happened. We didn't have, we didn't flirt or anything, but like we just exchanged contacts. And in my head, I was just like, yeah. I was so happy, but I couldn't show it. I was just acting cool. So uh, fast forward, we left and went back to Kevin's place. Um, I remember the next day was a Sunday and I was actually leaving the next day because I had a class on Monday. So um, I told um, Kevo that I was leaving and he was okay with it. Of course, I think he, plus he also knew that I wasn't going to stay long. But I did have a good time. So when I went back to LD, we were actually chatting with this remote guy. We would talk, get to know each other. He would call me sometime. And we just got to know each other. And it was it got to a point where he asked me to go out with him. So he didn't know that I'm from Eldoret. He actually, imagine he never... Okay, now that I think he just assumed I'm from Nairobi because we never even had conversations of where do you live. We just talked about what do you do, what I, um, <laughs> eh, let me not even get into the details. So he never really knew that I was from Eldoret. So when he asked me out for lunch, I told him, actually, I am not in Nairobi, but I think we can make that work. So he was like, just let me know when you're free and I can send you transport and you can come to Nairobi. If you're comfortable, you can come to my place and we can hang out. And I told him, um, I have a friend there, so maybe I can visit my friend and then we can go out on a date. I wasn't into the idea of going to his place yet or just like spending a night with him alone somewhere. No, I wasn't ready for that. So yeah, first four days later, I traveled to Nairobi. We went on a movie date. I traveled on Thursday. On Friday, we went for a movie date. And then on Sunday, we went for a lunch date. And this guy was so nice. I actually really, really liked him. Plus, I feel like he was very vulnerable with me. Like he was so open to telling me things about him, about his family, about what's happening in his life. Like we literally, we just vibed. We had amazing conversations. And after that, I went back to LD and we talked more, had more phone calls, video calls. And I was actually literally now starting to like, like him. And he actually told me that, you know, I wouldn't mind if we take this to the next level, you know, like give a relationship a shot. This is like weeks later, okay? And by the way, I haven't told you, I actually asked Kevin about remote 
and Kevin told me that he's just a cool guy, you know. Um, he didn't really tell me anything bad about him. I think it's just a bro code thing. Me at CG, like niggas just never say shit about their friends. That's what I've noticed about men, like who are watching me and me. So he was just like his cool peeps. And I was like, okay, since I've not been told of any red flags, then maybe I might get to know you more myself. So he was into the I he brought up the idea of us trying giving a relationship a shot. But I was so um 50-50 about it because first of all, long distance. Eh, I fear long distance. Let me tell you two dates. Like I was just like, how are we gonna work this out? Because we only get to see each other like maybe once in once in two weeks or as in it was it was it was hard to navigate it because he was working and I had school and there's no way I was gonna skip classes for a nigga. No. So I communicated that and I was like, ah, it's I think it's gonna be a little bit hard, but he was like, How will we know if we don't try? So there's a time again he invited me to Nairobi, but that week I had exams. So I told him I can't travel. Let me get done with, let me finish my exams and then we can schedule a date and i come there and spend time with you plus when i'm done with my exams i'll have a lot of time because we'll take a break from school he was okay with that um when i was about just when i was about to finish my exams he traveled to eldoret he did tell me that he was coming to see me so he asked if he can come to my place but i was like no i have a roommate plus i don't think you're gonna be comfortable i was in uni and and it's not like my house was fancy then I was like, I don't think you're going to be comfortable. We lived in a one-bedroom house, though. So I was like, cool, I don't have a problem with that. I can just find myself a place to stay. And I just, as long as I get to see you, I was so I was so happy because he was really making efforts to see me. He, he was such a sweet guy. When I tell you this man was amazing, he was. So yeah, when he came to LD... We got to spend time together. I took him around the place. We visited. We tried new restaurants. We just did lots of fun activities. And then, believe it or not, he actually proposed and he asked me to be his girlfriend. Like, he literally had a ring. And I'll tell you for a fact that this is the only guy that has ever proposed to me to be a girlfriend with a ring, literally. Like, he was like, will you be my girlfriend, you know? And it was... And he, he did a simple setup, but it was so romantic and it was so nice. And I was so young then and I don't even think I had experienced such things much, you know, like I hadn't even been in many relationships or anything of that sort. So yeah, I don't know. He just he just made me feel some type of way that I can't even put to words. So he asked and of course I said yes because we had literally known each other. I can say pretty, pretty well. Let me say not very, not okay, not very well. But we, we, we had something going on. So after he proposed, we had a conversation about how we can make this relationship work. I communicated how uncomfortable I am with long distance, but he was like, "Don't worry, I'm gonna make this up to you." So before he went to Nairobi, there's this. There's these two close friends that I have, I had, had then in LD. So 
I told him, by the way, I'd love you to meet two of my friends before you go back to Nairobi. So, of course, I had told my friends about him and how he proposed. Nini, nini. Hey, my friends were so happy and they were so like, they were excited to meet him also. So, we we actually went to where I stayed. My friends were there. And yeah, he got to meet my friends and then... The next day, he didn't, okay, he didn't used to sleep where I, I live. He like, he was in a hotel. So the next day, I remember, I was called home. The guy was, remote was still in LD. So I was called by my mom. My mom was like, I need you to come home and pick something and deliver it somewhere for me. By the way, I used to stay, um, I used to study Okay, I used my parents used to live in Eldoret and they used to study in LD, but I never used to live at home, but home wasn't so far, TMI. So I went home and then I left my boyfriend with where am I saying my boyfriend guy? <laughs> then I left remote. <laughs> I left remote with two of my friends, the the friends I've just told you about. So I left them together, they were just hanging out in Nini and I went to run errands for my mom. By the time I came back to where remote was with my friends, it was quite late. It was because I went at like 10 a.m. and I came back at around 8 p.m. in the in the evening. So I I I caught up with them and they had ew, they were having a good time. They were kind of high and stuff. They were just enjoying themselves. So they were like, you know, we've decided that we're going to go to the club to have fun and then come back. And then me, I was like, uh, I'm not in the mood for that. So remote was like, are you sure you don't want to come? I was like, yeah. Then he asked me, would you be comfortable if I went out with two of your friends? In my head, I'm like, yeah, these are very close friends to me. Plus, why not? I mean, I trust them. So they went out, they had fun, nini, then they came back. Okay, they didn't come back, all of all of them. Of course, my friends went to their place and then Remote came back himself. So two days later, um, Remote left for Nairobi. And the two of my friends were telling me how this guy is so nice. When he took them out, they, he, he, how he paid the bill, how he ensured they were comfortable. Like, they was just like, you really, you really got yourself a good man here. In my head, I'm just like, yeah, they shall know. Because <laughs> I was head over heels then. I was head over heels in love. That's what I'm trying to say. Anyway, so by this time we had been together for around nine months and it was an amazing relationship. This guy would reassure me, he would make efforts to see me, to make the relationship work. It was just amazing. So I need to give these two friends of mine um, names. So we'll call them Stacy and Cindy. So of course, like I said, we were so close and we would have sleepovers and hangouts. So uh, there's a time we had a sleepover and Stacy opened up to us and she was like, she's met a new guy and they had been talking for a while now. So she showed us the photos and told us about the guy who was from LD. You know how you just have girl sleepovers and you're just talking about anything and everything. Yeah. So she opened up to us and we were so happy for her. And then there's also a job interview that she had gotten in Nairobi. It was just about beauty and stuff. She was into that stuff. And it's something that she really, she really wanted. 
So we also kind of celebrated that lightly. And then the interview was meant to be not really the next day, but the day after. So she told me she had tried to contact one of one of her friends so that she can go stay at her place, but she wasn't available. So I can Lisa if remote would be okay with her just spending a day there and then coming back. So I told her, let me talk to him and then I'll let you know. So I called remote and I told him, um, Stacy has an interview and she doesn't have a place to sleep. So she was, I don't know if you'd be okay hosting her for just a day and then she's going to come back. And remote is like, yeah, I mean, this house is big enough. She'll just have her own room and it's cool. So remote asked me if you're okay with it. I have no problem with it. She can just come over. So I told Stacy that remote is absolutely okay with her staying at his place. So when that day came, she traveled and of course remote called me and updated me like she's here. This is what's happening. Like he just didn't, for some reason, he just didn't want me to feel insecure and he kept updating me on everything that's happening. And I, I actually appreciated that. So yes, um, she went for interview and she came back to Eldoret and life went on. So a few days later, Cindy um, texted me and she told me she needs to talk to me, but Stacy can't be there. So in my head, I'm like, uh, we've never been like this in this friendship. Like we are so open and we never do things when one person is missing out. So I was so, um, I was kind of uncomfortable with it because I didn't want it to feel like we are betraying the other friend. But then I was open to listening. So I just told her, okay, so what do you want us to do? And she was like, I think we should just like go meet somewhere and just have a little chit chat. And I told her it's cool. So when she passed by my place, we, we were just taking a walk. And then she told me that, um, you know, Stacy had been talking to my mans and she'd been texting him and she's been sending him photos and stuff. So I'm just like, okay, um, I had no idea that, first of all, she has my man's number and what kind of photos is she sending? Are they nudes or what? Okay, at that time, by the way, I many hit at there's anything going on. I was, bro, I was... I was asking those you know, um, questions so innocently. Then she's just like, um, like they've been flirting and I think there's something going on between them. So I asked her, how long have you known this? And she said, okay, I haven't known him for a long time. But as in she had just seen some things on her phone. So I told her, how do you how do you think I should go about this? Should I confront her? Then she's like, don't confront her because she'll know I've told you. Just look for a way to find out. So I was like, okay. By that time, Sasa, I was so angry because I couldn't believe that she could actually betray our friendship like that. I couldn't believe that she could like send photos of herself and just flatten with my man. And then, you know, like when someone is giving you tea, they literally say everything. So she was, it really pissed me off that she was even telling me things like, you know, I even noticed that night when we went to the club, she was raining on him and they were doing what and what. 
I didn't even want to hear any of those things anymore. I was so angry. Bro, shai jam. Yani nilikuwa nimekasirika. I I do not have words to express how mad I was. And I know I had promised Cindy that I won't say anything. But I just got home and I was like, there is no way I'm not confronting these two people. So the first person I called was remote. And immediately he picked. I was just like, Nini mbana wewe? Why would you even do that to me? And then remote is like, yo, babe, calm down. What's up? Then I'm like, that day Stacy came to your place. Did anything happen? So remote is like, babe, I was literally updating you on everything that's happening. Why would you think something happened? Has anyone told you anything? Have you had anything? And then I just told him, Bede, misi mjinga, no sinibebe ufala. And then I hung up for sure. And then I texted, um, I texted Stacy, and it was just a long ass paragraph. Yo, I was just reacting out of anger. I sent her a long ass paragraph and I remember I had just I had I can't even remember the exact text text. What's wrong with me? Text. But I had told her things like, you know, I never, you're the last person I expected to do this to me. I trusted you. Why would you do this? Eh, let me tell you, this chick had the audacity to send me messages like, first of all, you can't be talking to me like this. Your man is a whore. Your man is the one who was hitting on me. He even asked me to go and visit him in Nairobi. So... I even got to find out that that entire interview thing was just stories that Jabba, these two had planned to meet up, like they had been talking for a while. Even those photos they were taking of Stacy, she was just sending them to him, you know, like they were... I even had a feeling they had hooked up a couple of times, just that I never got to find out to date, but I just had a feeling... Like they did a lot of stuff that I didn't know, and I was a dumb, I was a dumb bitch. Oh my god! <laughs> so anyway, uh, fast forward, like it was just messy. I wasn't friends with Stacy ever again, and you know, Stacy and um, Cindy used to live together, so it was very hard for me to be close to Cindy, cause then again, I didn't, I kind of even lost trust in her because if I hang out with you and I tell you stuff about Stacy, then you're going to tell her. I just had those fears, yeah. So somehow our friendship also faded, but we kind of used to, we used to say hi to each other and stuff, but me and Stacy, it was done, done. And then like remote, hey, remote apologized, remote was like, you know, nothing ever happened. It was just a silly mistake. It will never happen again. Like, you know how these niggas be when they're caught cheating. They're just like, it was nothing serious. He didn't mean anything. She doesn't mean anything. Blah, blah, blah. I wasn't gone. I wasn't taking any of that BS. Yeah. So, and I just, I never went back to that nigga again. And funny enough, healing from that wasn't as bad, you know. I don't know, but somehow I wasn't. Of course, I was hurt, but... I also snapped back into reality very quick. So that was quite a ghetto experience. I don't know. What's the craziest way you've ever found out someone is cheating on you? I'd really love to know. 